Hello and welcome to episode 13 of Mag Heroes, a podcast about people who make magazines. I'm Dan Rowden. In this episode, I chat with Johnny Crisp, who is the deputy editor and translator at Perdiz, a magazine that focuses on happiness. Johnny joined the team last year and took me through the latest issue, how the magazine handled its multilingual content, and how they source such happy and intriguing stories. It was a fun and enlightening chat, and I hope you enjoy it too. Listen on for more. This episode of Mag Heroes is brought to you by Subsale, my latest product for magazine makers. Subsale simplifies the process of selling and then managing your subscriptions. If you've ever tried juggling hundreds or even just tens of subscribers in a spreadsheet, then stop right now and go to subsale.com. I've been building Subsale over the past year with fantastic input from a great group of publishers. Now it's your turn to take a load off and let Subsale look after your subscriptions for you. It's totally free to try out, and I know it will make your life a lot easier. Go to subsale.com. That's S-U-B-S-A-I-L.com. Now on with the show. Hi Johnny, how's it going? Hello Dan, good thanks. Uh, whereabouts are you? Uh, I'm in my flat in Barcelona. Um, okay, nice. Yep. Yeah. Um, and you're in Barcelona because you work for um, Perdis, which for, is yeah, yeah. A magazine based in Barcelona. Yeah. So I'm doing um, I'm doing a lot of things out here, but probably the most relevant and interesting one is working for Perdis. <laughs> um, and yeah, I've been here since uh, autumn of last year. Uh, and we just published one issue in that time. Okay. Um, can you just quickly intro the magazine for anyone who hasn't seen a copy before? Yeah, yeah sure. So Perdis uh, is a magazine about the things that make people happy. Um, and it's published twice a year out of Barcelona in Spanish and English. Um, and it gets distributed all around the world. Um, and the the sort of... Uh, byline of the magazine is uh, happiness is contagious which um, the editor and founder uh, who's Marta Puig de Massa um, she always says she found that phrase in like the British Medical Journal uh, which was an article explaining how uh, if you surround yourself with happy people uh, then you get to be happier sort of like catching like yawns in the tube you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so it was just like her idea was to get loads of uh, interesting stories about like ordinary people and put them in a magazine to hopefully make other people happy <laughs> yeah and uh, what's your role at Perdis? um i have been named as like from everything from like deputy editor to editorial assistant to uh translator I, I help with finding the stories um, I uh, do a lot of the translation from um, from Spanish to English bit proofreading oh and I do um, 
a lot of the day-to-day -day sort of online stuff now as well. Okay, so it's a nice far-reaching role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Across different different things. It's quite a small <laughs> team, so everyone sort of um, helps out with everything. Mm. But, um, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Okay, um, and so Perdis is like, I don't know, how old is You're on the eighth issue? Yeah, we just published the eighth one. Yeah. And it's been going yeah, so since 2012, so okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, it, um, it's definitely one of those magazines that catches the eye when it comes out um, with its nice um, its cover and its <laughs> funky images. Yeah, yeah. And also its uh, binding method. And also yeah, its content, nice. like it's it's always like a positive release, I guess. Um, I like the, um, so they, if anyone who hasn't seen it, they do a different color for each issue which the thing behind that is that there's no one colour which represents happiness, obviously. Okay. And I sort of tuned into Perdice at like number four, which was like lilac, I think. Um, and I was like, they're just going to run out of colours. Like, there's no way <laughs> it's going to keep going. But every time they sort of, um, <laughs> they find, they find a, a new cool one. Um, yeah. I think it's orange right now, isn't it? For the, the last one was orange. And I think there's plans for uh, some sort of beige uh, for the next one, I can reveal. Okay. Yeah. Now, do you know anything about the uh, like the cover design? It's like the type is like broken up over a square image. Yeah. Like what's, so got what's the, the idea behind that? Um, I mean, I'm not a designer, um, yeah. but uh, I know they wanted that hologram sort of uh, something really simple and fun. And I know with the design of the with the binding especially, they wanted something sort of handmade, um, but also it's like yeah. a beautiful object as well. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. Hmm. I don't want to say too much about the design because it's uh, <laughs> getting trouble. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but it's definitely one of those magazines that you like. You feel like you want to keep. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. It's not something you want to yeah, give away. <clears throat> um, so yeah, what, what's in issue eight? It's uh, It was released uh, like a few months ago, or in, month ago yeah, or late late March it came out, um, okay. and so each magazine is uh, broken down into different sections. Uh, so there's like good news, which is uh, we find like uh, sort of interesting uh, bits of news, which you know are good news for a certain type of person. Uh, so like one of those was like good news for uh, kidneys in difficulties which was that uh, some study was carried out about a certain roller coaster in um, Orlando, I think it was, where if you sit on like a specific seat on this roller coaster and you have kidney stones, the like specific G forces uh, that that roller coaster creates, like is proven to uh, dislodge kidney stones. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so like, uh, it's good news for possibly getting told to go to the to the roller coaster by your doctor yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then uh you know the other part of the magazine is finding people doing interesting stuff to be happy to be satisfied so we have a lot of cool profiles um i interviewed a guy uh called tim cockrell this fascinating man uh who's he's an entomologist uh a university professor a circus performer um and he's the only guy in the world uh, who is making, they're called pulgas vestidas, which is uh, they're dead fleas uh, dressed up as Mexicans. Um, and he also trains live <laughs> flea circus. Um, 
so we interviewed him about uh, about everything. That was one of the most fascinating that, interviews I've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very uh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> interesting um, guy. Yeah, he's amazing. Um, and we sent over, so I interviewed him and then we sent down a, a really cool photographer, uh, sort of unawares of what she was going into. <laughs> um, and what else? There was a, the theme, a sort of vague theme uh, that goes into each issue and this one was immortality. We were looking at like a, you know, finding someone uh, interesting to talk to around that theme. And um, we got this great photo series from uh, this Brighton-based photographer called Murray Ballard. Uh, and he has spent the last 10 years uh, following around like growing cryonics uh, community in England and America, which is these guys who um, like prepare to freeze their bodies just after they die, like cryogenically, cryogenically freeze them. Uh, and then in the hope that in the future, like our science will catch up to be able to um, bring people back to life in a sort of human-cyborg combination. <laughs> yeah. Well, a nice range of stories. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, not your typical kind of coverage either, I guess. Um, how, do you, how do you go about finding these stories? Is there like a certain <laughs> way, like method, or is it you just kind of like, like it's, um, stumble across them? Or? It's funny. It's, it's like, it's really sometimes kind of abstract because you don't want to repeat yourself or really repeat for me, repeat what's gone before in the other magazines. Um, and so like me and Marta, for example, are constantly just like sending each other weird stories uh, of like, maybe you'll be reading one, one article and then it will mention something else. And you'll be like, oh, that's funny. And maybe someone has done that. And that's how you can go down like extreme rabbit mm. holes. Of, like, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know, there was, a good, uh, there was a good example of that, I was thinking of the other day. Um, so uh, well, Phil Campbell was, uh, that was a comic we did for number eight. Um, and that was, so I read, it was out of Might magazine. I uh, bought a book of essays from that, and that's like a 90s magazine, in which a guy called Phil Campbell had seen... Uh, the, there was a town called Phil Campbell on TV that he was watching uh, and then he had decided to like gather up all the other people called Phil Campbell in the United States it was then before social media uh, and got them all to go together and meet in that town of Phil Campbell <laughs> and they sort of just had a nice time and that was the end of the article <laughs> but then we sort of we found the real current day of Phil Campbell and just to see if there was anything going on, you know, since then. And it turns out that there, this whole new crazy story had gone on in which he'd used social media and found a bunch of more, like, Felipe Campbells and everyone all over the world. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd organised, like, a new uh, meet with the new uh, reinforced Phil Campbells. Uh, and then just before, like, uh, a hurricane destroyed, destroyed the town. But then they went and, like, uh, fixed it, you know, all the Phil Campbells. <laughs> so like, I don't know. That was one way. Uh, yeah. And we have these editorial, these strange editorial meetings. They're kind of surreal, where we sort of sit around a whiteboard and like play top trumps with, you know, the person <laughs> who has the most ducks in the world, like rubber ducks, or like someone whose dream is to uh, to be like a 
a dead extra in in Hollywood movies, <laughs> <laughs> and then try and like balance it out so it's not all just like insane stories. Mm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's really uh, I really love the concept of the magazine. I think people enjoy it as well because mm. oh, all all the previous issues are sold out, right? It's only the last one that's still available. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they so, were yeah, sold I guess out. That proves proves <laughs> how popular it is. I think that's uh, yeah. They're definitely happy with that. The I think that's partly because uh, I mean the print runs vary. I think it's about five thousand they do now, um, and it's they sort of you know it's such a small thing that you can't really afford to print loads and then not sell them. Uh, yeah, yeah. But also I think because you know they're never going to go out of style or like it's not a, no, it's a like time thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think we just yeah. heard that we'd sold ninety four percent of the of one of our distributors so about six six percent left if you're in the market <laughs> um and i want to touch about on the uh, multilingual aspect of it so the magazine is published in two different languages uh-huh um and obviously you're part of that the team or the group that manages the two languages mm-hmm. uh uh like where do the stories come from uh is it like a mix of both languages and then they get translated like both ways or and like how does it get um, displayed in the magazine because yeah. typically that's quite a hard okay. challenge okay no 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 I mean it's interesting because sometimes we'll get we'll find stories through word of mouth and because everyone's based in we're all based in Barcelona mm. you know that would be like a Spanish story and we'd send like a, a Spanish interviewer and then I would I, me or someone else would translate it into English or uh, you know, it just depends on the story, whether whatever language it is in. I think mm. there's even been, you know, because it's an international uh, magazine, there's even been, you know, people in have been in other languages and they've had to be translated into Spanish <laughs> and English. I yeah. think it was just practical at the start because obviously they would want to publish it in Spanish and then English to reach a greater audience. Mm. Yeah. What, what's your Spanish readership? like or spanish to english readership like do you know like uh is it, i don't know it's I don't. more popular in english because of the like international like, oh, community. Right. i think but it like, probably um, sells it sells better in english than in, hmm. than in spanish if that makes sense they were even i think at the start thinking of printing it in catalan as well because we're okay. in barcelona which <laughs> i think would have been too much <laughs> yeah. um, so how, how about how do you guys go about um displaying stories so everything's in both languages, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that is that a challenge to like fit everything in? Because I guess you're printing like double right. what it would be if it was just in one language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's well from my point of view, being that I don't have to deal with the design. Um, <laughs> it's the challenge is uh, making the the two parts of the interviews because we publish it all. Everything's on the same page that all the all the uh, mm-hmm. writing but obviously but Spanish ends up being longer than English okay, um, yeah. so the the English copy has to be tighter than the Spanish copy um, okay. so that's like a fun little detail I yeah. don't know. Uh, <laughs> but otherwise I think it means that you know there's just more space for photos and less rambling on about fleas and <laughs> stuff <laughs> um and so, yeah, what else are you doing in Barcelona then, if this is uh, just one of the things you're working on? Right, uh, 
So I sort of speculatively moved out here in the hope of you know, using my languages and various writing uh, skills. I'm working with a, a new NGO who are making like little documentaries around, around Barcelona, um, okay. which has been fun. I do um, a bit of translation. I'm working towards a translation uh, diploma exam in January. Okay. Um, I've been doing, you know, lots of stuff. There's the studio that makes uh, Perdis, it's uh, called Querida, and it's this great, um, well, it's an amazing design studio, first and foremost, but also uh, lots of people work in there, like a lot of photographers and um, like a cool bag company, Oland. Um, okay. And basically there's this really cool, like network of people doing editorial, mostly editorial stuff. Um, so I've been doing a lot of proofreading and translation and stuff. Yeah, sounds fun. Around that. And what what kind of stuff does the studio does the studio produce alongside the magazine? Is it like client work as well, or is it like other like self? Yeah. So when they were a design studio, um, they did um, they just did Solange's album. You know, the seat okay. at the table. Um, like the photographer Carlotta Guerrero, who shot our front cover. And like the a feature on ecosexuality, um, she also shot Solange. Like found her on Instagram, and then they did the whole album together. Uh, like a couple of the videos and and the uh, so Karina did that, and then they do other stuff. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, <laughs> you know a lot of design design things. Um, but yeah, they're always doing birdies. Um, I was, you know, shoving strange stories under their noses while they're doing <laughs> other work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's great. Thanks for the the roundup about Perdis. Um, no, no, do you, not at all. Do you have any magazines you'd like to recommend to anyone? Uh, like, what do you enjoy reading at the moment? Yeah. Sure. Uh, I um. I've recently fallen like back in love. It was sort of one of the first magazines I got into, um, Apartamento, um, obviously. But then I sort of periodically stopped reading it. Um, mm. But in that studio, they've got sort of every every issue ever made. So I've been leafing back through, and that's you know it's always nice. so good. Um, and what else? Uh, I just picked up. I was trying to find an old, a specific old uh, edition of Lucky Peach the other day because mm -hmm. it had a for this John Jeremiah Sullivan essay on jam. Uh, I got the wrong, I got the wrong one, but, um, but it's the spring edition of Lucky Peach was really good. I can recommend that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I'm just trying to see what I can see. Uh, put an egg on it, put an egg on it. I've got on my shelf. Put, yeah. Um, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. It's a fun um, magazine. What else? Uh, Agapornis. I've been reading a few like Barcelona based, uh, magazines. And I think they're really cool. Uh, it's like an animal and human stories uh, magazine and um, really nicely designed. Yeah, yeah, that's one I haven't yet read, but definitely looks like something yeah, no, it's I really, should check out. It's really cool. Um, and what else? I could go on all day if you like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's fine. It's a good, nice little selection. Is that okay? All right. Yeah, it's fine. Well, <clears throat> thanks for coming on, Johnny. Not um, at all. Um, pleasure wish you luck with the next issue. I guess it's yep. starting to come together slowly. Yeah, we hopefully. have our first um, 
weird editorial meeting uh, tomorrow, actually. <laughs> okay. So, and it'll be out later in the year. Yeah, I don't know. I have haven't got an exact date, but it will be before Christmas. Um, okay. So you know. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, and if anyone wants to get the latest issue, I guess they'd better hurry up before it sells out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's still um, there's still some available on our website. Um, yeah. Or Just at it now. you know, if you um, if you want to get ahead, you can subscribe and get them all. <laughs> yeah. As they come out. Cool. All right. Well, thanks again. Um, and yeah, good luck with the next issue. All right, Dan. Thanks. Cheers. Bye. there you go big thanks to johnny for coming on and thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed it if you have any comments or feedback please reach out on twitter to at magheroes or you can email magheroes at danrowden.com you can find all previous magheroes episodes at magheroes.net or on soundcloud you can subscribe to the podcast through itunes or any podcast app and get updates on twitter just follow magheroes And don't forget to check out subsale.com if you're a publisher who dreads opening your subscriber spreadsheet. Remember, it's completely free to start. Don't be shy. This tool was built specifically for you. Until next week, cheers.